Hey, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of Real Beauty with FD. So I need to comment out loud. I just received a package from Zara, although I'm really trying to stop spending money after crashing my car twice within 30 days, which is not the smartest of moves. I will say one of them was not my fault. So definitely <laughs> don't judge me. So I am trying to kind of go back to saving money. I also postponed Rent the One Way. So it has literally been three months without it now. So I'm having some withdrawals. But anyway, I just want to say I'm loving the bright neon colors for summer. I'm here for it. So what turned up in this package is a bright pink skirt, which by the way, Zara, thanks for killing my self-confidence. It is a size large. Instead of thinking to myself a medium would work, it didn't. And for everyone listening, I'm a size six and I hate the fact that I have to buy a large in Zara to fit. It is ridiculous, the sizing with high street. But anyway, needless to say, I love the skirt. I have a neon green bodysuit which, oh my God, they'd be paired perfectly together. You can mix and match. And then I also have, just to sprinkle in the colors, this amazing crop top that's orange, um, but you can tie it at the back and it has like a go, which is super cute. So anyway, I am just loving it after what I feel like I've been wearing black. I've been in mourning for my poor truck for the last 30 days. I feel I'm ready to sprinkle in some, some color into my life. Anyways, enough about me. That's not why you came here. Let me revert straight back to the conversation with Giuliani from last week. So this is part two. I hope you enjoy. Like I think relationships evolve. And again, I've met certainly in sales, the amount of people um, that I've kind of worked with and they're like, oh, that person's not helpful. You know, there's no point in maintaining a relationship. And you're like, you never know. You literally never know what's going to happen. <laughs> Personal, professionally, you just don't know. Um, but I think those were great, great tips. Thank you. you for never sharing. know. And it's also like, I don't know if people are interested in getting in PR or the media world, especially with celebrities or high profile people do not ask for anything and don't take your phone out. Like I won't even take my phone remotely out. If I'm meeting a celebrity or somebody, I want them to feel comfortable that I'm not trying to take pictures with them. I don't even want to do like a swipe by of them in my story casually and sneaky. Just like keep the phone in your pocket, be there, be present. And people will notice that. I know. I can't even imagine how, um, you know, how they must feel when they're meeting with people and they get asked, Hey, do you mind if I take a quick picture? Or I don't know, like they must feel like such an object sometimes. Right. Like, like all you care about is, Hey, I just want to post this on social media. I don't really care about like you as a person. I just want to say that I've like met you. Like it's, it's the weirdest thing on earth. Like I have a lot of friends that are on the bachelor and one of my good ones, his name's Connor and we're always out in LA and I just get so shocked. Cause like, this is my friend now. I don't even see him like that. And we'll yeah. be sitting down somewhere and some girl will like come up, basically like plop on his lap and they're like, I, I love you. I love you. Can we take a picture? And I'm just, what is going on? Like, you know, like if you really were interested in forming an actual 
connection or professional anything with this person, like say, hi, like have a conversation. Like you think fangirling is going to, I know, impressive anywhere. Like it it's never not. happened, <laughs> but especially for you, like the people that are with them, you're probably like, Hey, I'm Juliani. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Thanks for so coming cringe. and interrupting our dinner. It's so, so, so awkward. Oh my gosh. I'm sure you see that all the time, especially in PR. Oh my God. All the time. And it's so funny. Or they're like, who are you? Like, who's this girl? It's just so weird. Oh my gosh. Are you ever like when you walk into places with anyone that's kind of in the public eye that you're like, Oh God, like, are they going to say something like about me (laughs) that I'm with them or who's that person? Like, how does that make you feel like being kind of with them? Absolutely. I think it gives you like a little bit of anxiety for sure. But if it's actually like somebody, like if it was somebody I was seeing, I think that would give me like way more anxiety if it was like something new, but if it's like genuinely I'm out with a client, it's it's definitely weird. Like I remember I was at Isabel in, um, in LA with another person from the bachelor and people like swarmed me in the bathroom. And it was so weird. Like we were just on a client dinner and it made me uncomfortable because I, I was thinking in my head, I was like, okay, if they're sworn me in the bathroom, obviously they've been looking at us the whole dinner. Like were their pictures taken when I was shoving sashimi down my face? Like, <laughs> like what's been captured How many stories for you in? <laughs> exactly. So it's definitely like a weird feeling when you're out with those people, because it's like so normal to them, but for you, it's just a little bit jarring. <laughs> Doesn't it suck? Like, I feel, I feel like sometimes, um, and I know if I'm, you know, speaking to like my friends or, um, you know, my husband about this, it's like some people have such a strong opinion that, you know, they chose to be in the public eye. Like, you know, they earn all this money and like, this is just what, you know, comes with their life. But you look at, I've seen some of the press lately about Brittany, right? Like now she's officially free. Thank God. I'm so happy. I like feel like I celebrated too. Um, and now I've seen some like celebrities put on post saying, okay, now we just need to leave her alone. Like, don't go take pictures of her, like, you know, going to the gas station or doing something else. Let's just leave her. Cause obviously we know how she got into that. So let's just, you know, give her some good press. But it just makes me so sad to think that a lot of these people probably don't live even remotely a normal life. They can't just go out for dinner and just be left alone. Totally. It's so weird. And also you forget about that sometimes. Like when, when I'm out with these people, I'm just like, oh, let's do this. And they're like, absolutely not. If I get a picture taken of that, like, no, or it's just, you know, it's, it's just crazy. Like they have to think about their every single public move and it's just not fun. Yeah, especially nowadays where, you know, things, well, everyone's so accessible. Everyone has a phone. Everyone has like Instagram, Facebook, like all these other platforms that I guess to them, they're constantly thinking about their brand. And this like cancel culture doesn't help if they step into the wrong store, if they say something, they're overheard, it's taken out of context. Um, So I guess on that note, um, say if you are an influencer, you're a company, you're trying to build your own brand, you're new. Um, how do you give advice on how people or brands should set themselves apart? Cause there's so many out there. 
so many out there. It's so saturated now. Yeah. Um, I think that people can set themselves apart by actually having a purpose that's not, I might get some clap back for this, but I mean, there's definitely value in being cute and gorgeous and having that all over social media, but to actually have something that like a project you're really focused on or passionate about or something that's like more, I think that's, what's going to have longevity and sustainability and being cute will only last so long. And you need to be investing in whatever that future looks like for long-term sustainability. And I think there there'll be a ton of success in that. So I think for anybody who is looking to set themselves apart as an influencer, maybe do start that brand you've always wanted to do. Maybe um, just just show something that's authentic to you other than something just like not tangible and that you can just easily swipe by, you know, like something that actually like has legs. Oh my God, for sure. I know um, sometimes it's so bad. Like the amount, I don't know how you are, but sometimes I find if I'm scrolling through Instagram, that's like my main platform. I'm like, Oh my God, it's been 20 minutes. What have I done with my life? But I've just been scrolling, but I will say, um, and I was telling my husband this morning and he's not into social media at all. He's not on it. He's not interested. And I'm the opposite, but I was showing him some videos and I'm like, damn, like some of these just like quick, you know, reels or quick story. They're like a production for some like people, influencers. And it is, sometimes it's really impressive. (laughs) Like this could literally be a movie. I'm like, they need to get more credit. There needs to be like Instagram awards because it's, (laughs) it's like impressive how they just put it together. But it's, um, to your point, it's, um, it is much harder to kind of set yourself apart because there's so many people out there. Especially if like the whole influencer bubble bursts one day yeah I know something like a business or something you're passionate about a philanthropy just anything that you that's authentic to you that you've been working on that doesn't just happen I think that's going to be great for people oh for sure um so um going back to you know the mix of LA in New York I'm sure you have a lot of different fashion influences um what are your kind of go-to favorite brands yeah I was just telling somebody today I guess there's different brands for different things in LA I'm way way more athleisure and laid back and I am probably an aloe yoga 90% of the time I am obsessed with aloe you can wear it with anything anywhere and they even have like ready to wear now they have like really chic jackets and coats and sweaters and I really really love aloe and then to go out I like princess polly white fox oh polly just kind of some nicer clothes but I really also love Saks. it's a problem obviously yeah a lot (laughs) um yeah I would say those are some of my my brands out here and then in New York also in a lot of aloe in New York, but it's like black aloe instead. Of oh black. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, for sure. Um, and what about, um, makeup? Like, do you mix it up depending on where you are and do you change your makeup look depending on where you are? Or are you kind of every day is the same kind of style or every day is the same. I unfortunately don't know how to do anything crazy with my face. <laughs> so it's pretty much the same. I, 
am obsessed with Charlotte Tilbury. I love Charlotte Tilbury. A ton of, ton of Charlotte Tilbury. And then my friend just launched her name's Jordan Michelle. She launched a beauty line called by Jordan Michelle and it has like the best mascara and lash extenders. So that's been my go-to mascara ever since she launched it a few months ago. It's amazing. So pretty, yeah, pretty much stay the same and don't really venture out much with my makeup. I need to, um, I will definitely look up that brand. I'm just about to run out of mascara and I always try and use a different brand that I've never used before. Um, but Charlotte Tilbury, I typically will always go back to, especially, um, pillow talk, the lids, the pillow talk. Yes. My favorite. It's it's actually amazing. Like a a part of me was kind of getting, um, a bit like I'd roll my eyes and be like, why is everyone talking about this lipstick? And then I, I was like, fine. One day, I think they had like a sale on or a discount. I was like, fine, I'm going to buy it. And I was like, why did I, didn't I buy this sooner? It is amazing. Like you never want to do that thing. That's so trendy. But then when you I do know. it, like, hey, I know why it's trendy now. And then <laughs> yeah. people are also saying the same thing about that airbrush powder that they have is like, how is this powder going to make me look yes. airbrushed? It makes you look airbrushed. It is amazing. Charlotte Tilbury is queen of everything. Yeah, genius. I just bought, um, it's a jewel one. I think it's the bronzer and the highlighter. I forgot what it's called. But anyway, I just bought it the other day and it is great. Oh God, it's great. Um, So yes, I think I've spoken about Pillow Talk in every single one of my podcasts, to be honest. I'm hoping like everyone's bought it by now. If you haven't- Charlotte, can we sponsor this girl? No. (laughs) Um, So you also have a podcast called Behind the Media. Um, So tell me what was your motivation to start that and and how's that been going? And um, yeah, tell me more about it. I'm so excited to talk about that. It is so new, something that I never thought I was going to get into, but obviously having all these friends that are in the industry and on the brand side and on the influencer side, on our entrepreneurial side, we always have such good conversations. And I'm like, just with the people I actually know, I could have this insane podcast just with like my close network of friends. And so behind the media is basically going behind the media, whether it's a celebrity brand or business, somebody in the background is working their magic to tell that story. And that's a publicist. We do that, but it's not obvious. It's very behind the scenes. Sometimes you don't even know that it's happening. And so I started this podcast to take people behind the media and uncover the bullshit behind it, you know, tell the truth, how the industry works and give them a little sneak peek into other people's industry. So you're basically like shadowing somebody for an episode. So, so far I've had, um, Connor Saley from the bachelor and Mike Jojo, they have this company Waterboy. So they came on and, and told us all about starting a business. Um, and then I had Dustin Kendrick also from the bachelor. He has, um, an organization called guaranteed karma. That's just really focused on volunteering. So he talked about that and soon we're going to have an episode with the vice president of marketing at Playboy magazine. We have Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules coming up. So we have all these like fun and interesting people and they're just giving these sneak peeks on their lives and the shows they do, the work they do. And it's stuff that's like really not out there that you're always wondering about these people. Yeah. And I'm doing it in like a comfortable way for them to share. And so it's really exciting. 
That's amazing. And I love the fact you're having all of those types of conversations. Cause I think again, going back to like this kind of celebrity, like in the public eye, I think you always assume everything's great all the time. It's easy. Things just happen. But I think to hear, you know, how it is, how, how, you know, kind of working on your brand, like building a company. um, I think it's just awesome. Um, I recently interviewed a model in Dallas, um, And she has done like runway, um, you know, and other kind of shoots, but she was telling me, she's like, it's not what you think. She's like, most of the time you don't get paid for runway. She's like, secondly, it's just more, you're trying to put yourself out there. And she's like, I really rely on like catalog modeling. And I never knew that. I was like, oh my gosh, you would never know. She's like, yeah, it's, it's really not what people think it is. It's totally interesting. Yeah. Whether it's like not glamorous or absolutely is, or like you see this beautiful thing on TV and then someone's actually like, no, that was like the worst day on earth because of this. And it's just so, so fascinating to talk to these people. That's awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to um, all the future episodes. So everyone, you really need to go, go find this. It's um, behind the media. Um, Okay. So I will typically ask all of my guests, um, what beauty means to them. So I will ask the same of you. Totally. So I think there's obviously so many different ways to, to categorize beauty, but I really think that it's finding appreciation and something and just kind of like getting sparked by something, whether it's a person or an object or art or just scenery, just finding that moment that's just like takes your breath away. I think that's what beauty is to me. And I think that on the more kind of like a, an actual traditional beauty side, I I've worked in the beauty industry for a while. So I think for a more granular approach, it's something that you find in yourself that you can also accentuate outwardly, like makeup, fashion, cosmetic treatments, and just kind of enhance something based on like what you find is like aesthetically beautiful. I love that. Um, and actually I do have one more question before we go into quick fire round, if you don't mind. Um, so going back to what you originally said, and I was also, I'm still obsessed with e-entertainment. Do you see that still being part of your future, even though, you know, you've kind of created this PR company, you're continuing there, but do you still kind of have that craving for the presenting side and getting kind of in front of the camera? You know what? That's such a good question. No one's really asked me that in a while. I have really, really enjoyed being behind the scenes. Yeah. And but I do think a part of that does interest me if it's the right thing. Like if it's something I used to want to be on all of these reality TV shows when I was in high school and college and yeah, like actually being an adult now I'm getting approached for every single one. And I'm saying no, because it's just, I have all these friends. Like if I wanted to be on a show, I probably could just through all my friends have that have been on these shows. It, yeah. you know, they just put a word in and it's just like not really appealing anymore which is crazy how something you could want so bad is just not something you want anymore at all, because I'm really just focused on my business. And like we said, longevity, like I can be on TV and be cute for three months, or I can like grow this 
business that's going to be a legacy for my family one day. And so that's really where my focus is right now. But if it was something like Bethany Frankel, love her. She yeah, she's does right. all of these amazing like business and entrepreneurial oh, yeah. TV I shows downstairs. I love the popcorn. Yes, we love that. See, she's like doing the damn thing. So yeah. something like that, if it was like shadowing, shadowing publicists or like selling sunset, like that's cool. Like something oh like God, that, if they did that, that with PR, like that would be so fun. I would totally do that in a heartbeat. Girl, you need to create it. I know. Wait, the idea. Let's get started on that. <laughs> Behind the media, can it can be called that. Right. That's kind of more I was um, thinking just when we were talking about the podcast and, you know, even just kind of doing that and like interviewing people and like essentially you're doing it. It's just not being filmed. Right. Um, but, uh, anyway, um, that's awesome. I'm really looking, I'm sure there's going to be so much more for you in the future. And I'm looking forward to, um, watching and, um, kind of seeing from the sidelines, but, um, that's awesome. Um, all right. So let's go on to the quick fire rounds. Um, so just say the first thing that pops into your head. So favorite cocktail. Margarita, spicy margarita. Oh, um, who would play you in a movie? Emma Roberts. Oh, um, most used emoji. The laughing face. I love it. If you were a sex and city character, who would you be? Samantha. Oh my God. I love it. (laughs) I said that like before you finished. Do you know, every time I hear anyone that works in PR, I automatically think of Samantha Jones and I'm like, you must be a badass. She's an inspiration to us all. Oh, yes. Oh, I know. Trust me. I feel like we all need a bit more Samantha Jones in us in general. We do. Um, okay. If you could only pick two skincare products, what would they be? Definitely a lotion because we can't be out here with dry faces. Right. Does this include makeup? You can include makeup, of course. Okay. So lotion and mascara. I love it. Um, And if you could be anyone for one day, who would you be? Kim Kardashian. (laughs) Hell yes. I know. I would give anything to be behind the scenes there and just go into her closet and I would just try on everything and then I would go to Dolce and Gabbana and buy everything buy it all we would be him buy everything put it in our homes and then not be him yeah <laughs> yeah yes I would take everything that's how I'd spend the day um okay so what is your life motto or positive phrase or um something you kind of live by daily is this podcast do, do I have to, can I curse of course you can yes Fuck it. I love Fuck it. <laughs> I love it. That is the best. Um, well, hey, thank you so, so much. I've really appreciated this conversation. Um, Juliana Martins. So for everyone listening, please go check out 1111 Media Relations. Um, also Juliana Martins on Instagram. Uh, with her website and then also please check out the podcast behind the media but um thank you so much and for everyone out there fuck it just go with it it. thank you it was so (laughs) amazing chatting with you i've had so much fun thank you so much i really really appreciate it